Hello everybody, Elisa Keaton, and you are about to do another episode of Revving the Word. Uh, if you've never done this before, what we are about to do is move our bodies while making it about something greater. Amen? Uh, this really came out of, birthed out of something that I found that I think workouts can kind of get quite, quite, I think they're wonderful and useful, but at some point, what are they for? <laughs> What's the motive behind the greater motive? Sure, to be healthy, to feel strong, and all that is really good. But if you have met the marvelous love of God, what a great opportunity to have Him train you, have Him reform your heart. Isn't that really what we're doing in a workout? We're kind of reforming ourselves, uh, calling our everything about our body, our physiological system, our psychological system, our, our emotional, our mental, and our, our actual muscular tone and everything. We're calling it all into one place. And it really manifests the gospel, I think. I always say, I believe every person that comes to Christ I should should know before you say yes, hey, listen, this is going to be amazing. You will never outrun this love. You will never outdo his love. Uh, he, you're, you're, you're enraptured, caught in his love, and that's a great place to be. But also, it's going to, be, it's going to require your whole self. <laughs> it's going to be a complete, just as a workout requires your total whole self, so does the invitation to grow into Christ-likeness. Amen? So a workout is there. We would say workout, we're doing it to kind of train our bodies, to shape it, to keep it strong, to keep it enduring. And without that physical engagement, it will fall back into old patterns. Same for our spiritual life. Amen? Same for our spiritual life. So these workouts are really meant to take the body, get it involved, because when we move our body... I believe it opens us up to vulnerabilities, but we also feel safe in some way because we're kind of participating in the process. We're kind of weakening ourselves with the intention of getting stronger. <laughs> Every workout works on that. I'm going to weaken myself for a set amount of time so that I can get stronger. Man, this is just, this is the gospel to me. No one ever has said at the end of a workout, man, I wish I didn't do that, right? That I wish I didn't do that, unless you got injured or something. And then, then you probably weren't listening to the spirit before that maybe you were overtrained or your body wasn't ready for that or you, you, your mind drifted off of something uh, when you were doing a tricky move or something and you got injured. Or, and sometimes you just get injured, amen? But no, usually we always go, you feel better. You go, that was worth it. It was challenging. Uh, I didn't have to. I'm glad I did. And I feel better. And that's exactly what I believe the Word is for. So we're going to use the Word of God to train us within this time. Right now, be moving your feet. If you're hiking, biking, walking, running, just be moving your feet because we are going to be doing intervals today. You're always invited into the intervals. You don't have to do it. Please do not participate with a sense of pride or performance. But you'll know. You know how you'll know if you're doing it from a spirit-drawn place? you'll have joy. You'll feel joy about it. You'll be like, yeah, I think I can do that. Like, you know what I mean? You won't feel dread. You won't have a spirit of fear. Uh, you'll, you'll feel, and maybe you will have fear, but you'll, you'll hear the voice of love saying, come on, come on. And that's, a, a love, I love hearing uh, people that go, I, I tried it. I'm hearing so many testimonies of people that are now running that said, I never run. <laughs> I love that. Or you're doing things you never thought you could do, or you're doing it with a smile. Amen. 
All right, well, we're going to get going. So keep your feet moving on a scale of one to 10, uh, one being you just got out of bed, so you wouldn't really be moving, 10 being at least I can't do this any longer than 20 seconds. You're anywhere uh, four or five right now. I have one more exciting announcement, so please hear this. We are about to launch our Clean Harding Fitness Challenge. You are invited for any donation amount. Yes, any. We have a suggested donation amount of $10 but uh, we suggest it give the best you can. This is a big fundraiser for us. It helps us send our, our, our um, keep, keep our ministry out on mission of the gospel and all kinds of places. Go to our website at revelationwellness.org, read our Love Others page, learn about how our ambassadors are out there using fitness in marginalized uh, communities. But you help us fundraise. So for 30 days, we are gonna train together. You will get a 30-day workout plan. You will have a schedule. You will have um, food menu plans, shopping lists, um, and accountability. You'll be in a, in a group. It'll I will be committed to you for 30 days. We're all in this one place thing. We're going to focus for 30 days. It's going to take a holy self-discipline. It's going to take a whole lot of grace, and we can do that together in numbers. So go to the website. You will see it under, I believe it will be under workout plans, um, and please make sure you're following us on the website in some way, and we will announce that this is about to happen. So that way you get into the Clean Harding Challenge. It starts on September, I want to say September 12th. So be ready for that. Get over there. Get signed up. We want to do that with you. It's going to be a good time. We see just amazing breakthrough. All right. Are we ready? Intervals today. I'm warmed up. My legs are moving. I hope your legs are moving too. And we get going in three Two, one, go. Everybody gets high right. sometimes, you know. Find your resistance you that feel feels good to you. Anything that feels um, comfortable but in control, you're totally in control. We like things that we're in control of, don't we? We like things that we can control. Let's just confess that right now. God, I really like things that I can control. I confess it. I have a tendency to play God. I have a tendency to kick you off the throne of my heart and climb on up there and make myself really comfortable. He's such a good father. He knows our tendencies. Amen. So, Father God, we love you. We thank you that you. we wake up and you have a smile on your face. We wake up and you are excited to partner with us, to be with us. God, we just accept your grace, your mercy for this day. And we ask now that you would take this word of yours and turn on the searchlight. Search us. We want to we want to be trained, trained up in godliness. Because physical training has some value. We know that, but it's a shadow compared to being trained up in you. So use your word, Father, to change me. In Jesus' name. Nice light feet, lift the corners of your mouth, soften 
the space between your eyebrows. Take a deep breath through your nose. And then out your mouth. Kind of like you're making a sighing noise. All right, our scripture is Ephesians 5. We're gonna start in eight. And probably go to about 14. Here it says, this is Jesus' words. Or no, I'm sorry, this is Paul's words penned and inspired by the Holy Spirit. He says, walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. So I think we can see that God wants to expose some things. Paul's saying, listen, don't be afraid of that exposure of the light. It just says, it's kind of this place of being completely exposed in your strengths and your weaknesses. Step into the light. Step into the light. So if there's any place where you feel like you're hiding, you're shrinking back, where, you know what, where you feel worried about being found out, well, first of all, if that's coming from within, meaning there's just this voice that tells me, accuses me, to be ashamed and to hide. Well, we cast that out in the name of Jesus. But I would say, let's get after it. Where does it come from? If that fear of being found out comes from without, outside of you, then I would ask you, is there grounds for it? Are you participating in something that's questionable? Right? I, I don't know. Only you know that. I always think I want to live my life that if someone came up to me and said, hey, I heard this about you, I wouldn't feel afraid because I know as far as it depends on me, I'm living openly and honestly. No fear of being found out. I'm fully found out. <laughs> All right, listen up. You're gonna be invited into your first interval. Three, two. I want you to pick it up just a little bit. Pick it up a little bit where it feels light. Moving up towards seven, eight, ten, nine, eight, six, five, four, three, two, and pull back. 
Whatever foot pattern you're doing, so if you're running, try to strike your foot lightly, lift up, and think about it being a continuous motion. Seamless. If you're biking, same thing. Seamless motion. Take out the jagged edges. If you're on an elliptical, take out that sticky part. Use your back body, everybody, which means your hamstrings, your shoulder blades are on the back body. The heart is open, leaning forward. Pick it up. Go. Bring it up to an eight. You know you're an eight. When you have to open your mouth to breathe. If you can close your mouth and breathe comfortably. You're seven and below. Pick up your knees, pick them up. Hold that eight for 20 more seconds. Engage your belly. Walk as children of light. Darkness, hidden things happen. Things hide out there. Things that try to scare you, pull back. Now, you choose for four minutes, whatever pace you wanna hold. Walk as children of light. So Paul gets right after what we are supposed to do based on who we are. Children, go back and listen to the very first revving the word. We're sons, not slaves. Children, children are so bold and free, right? A healthy child. They're not thinking about how to make a paycheck. They're not thinking how to leverage relationships, their reputation. And the, and the truth, they don't learn to lie until they learn fear. So they fear being in trouble. We fear as children, we fear, we fear fear, <laughs> right? It's just that frequency. And unfortunately, no parent gets away from this one perfectly. But God is the perfect father. Where you fail as a parent, he doesn't. Right 
where you failed as a child, Christ shows us the kindness, the confidence, and the courage that comes from knowing that he is a son with whom the Father is well pleased. He is a son who only does what he sees his Father doing. So of course he can live in the light. Because whatever he does, it's already been exposed in the heavenlies. It's, it's God's will. identity matters if you have hidden things if you're afraid of being found out and whether that's coming from within or without first thing first remember who he is and in turn who he says you are He's a good father, and you're his child. So you don't have to be afraid of what lies in the shadows. In any way you've participated with the shadows, the darkness, step forward, come into the light, come into the light. You'll know you're in the Father's will when you don't have to hide, when you don't feel like you need to hide. Amen. Light exposes darkness. We're gonna do 15 seconds on, 15 seconds off for two minutes. You get to choose how on you wanna be and even how off you wanna be. But no pride. You're a product of love, child of love, live in the light. Ready? Get set. Go. 15 seconds. Five. Pull back. Next time we go forward, I want you to be thinking about a bold and free life in the light. Set. Go. Come on. Up. Five. Off. Woo. No fear. Come on out. 
Listen, come on out to the light. Ready? Go. Pull back. Mercy. Get ready. Five seconds. You got one more left. Ready? Go. Fifteen seconds. Come on. Rev it up. Be free. Walk as children of light. Pull back. Oh. Good job. Oh boy. Now. This song, the next nine minutes. I want you to throw off everything that pulls you back into shame and darkness. Find your lactate threshold pace. It's the place where your breath is buffering the pain or the discomfort. It's you feel the discomfort, but you're able to keep it from consuming you through your breath. This is where bikers, runners, swimmers, endurance athletes, they learn this pace. 50 logically speaking, it's a place where dopamine, some chemical in the brain that gets released, makes you feel better. It actually it makes you feel like you're in control. This is why people get addicted to exercise. gives you just enough distance from the reality of the pain of whatever your circumstances are to where you're able to manage this type of physical discomfort for the payoff, the buzz, the hit. So let's just thank God right now that he's created our bodies to release good chemicals. It's like his way of saying, keep going. Creation lines up for us as we pull out of the hidden places, the dark places, places where shame keeps us back. But here's the thing, the opposite of shame is pride. <laughs> All right? Who's guilty of leaving God in the dust? Because you're like, thanks Lord for getting me off the couch. Thanks God for getting me through that last dark moment. I'm good. 
catch you on the flip side. See you in about a day or two when I got another problem. Come on. Keep your eyes on the joy set before you. The light. Everything exposed. Listen, if I was a triathlete or out, we, we do it during the day, right? I need to see the road in front of me. I need to see oncoming traffic, elements in the road, trash, sticks. I've known people that have broken their ankles just because they stepped and ran on a, and hit a stick in the road, right? They didn't see it. Whatever isn't exposed is a threat. If I was to train at night, you bet I'm gonna have a light on. You bet. Two purposes, one, so I can see. Two, so any danger lurking sees me. I'm coming. I'm coming through. I'm not afraid. Walk as children of light. Take that in. Run as children of light. Breathe as children of light. Think as children of light. Live as children of light. You're not afraid. Say that, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of being found out. Let me just lay it all out there. No more running, no more hiding, no more shaming. Listen, I know there's some people that are hearing me right now that I know the enemy has convinced you of how disgusting, unappealing, not lovely, and not beautiful you are. So every time you look in the mirror, you feel, you receive, you agree with shame. I know women that get dressed in the dark. They avoid mirrors. They get out of the shower, quickly put on a towel, refuse to look in the mirror. And in the name of Jesus, that is shame. And you must leave now. Say, I'm a child that lives in the light. I'm a child of light. The light cannot stand or the darkness can't stand it. When you live boldly in the light. Because when I walk as a child of light, I'm more able to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. I can see things. The light exposes the hidden, lurking, threatening disease of our heart. 
and that isn't to be shamed. Whatever the thing is, whatever lie we agree with that causes us shame, we're not just supposed to dismiss it, take it captive, put it in jail, and then never deal with it. It needs, that thought needs a day in court with your advocate, your counsel, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, in front of the Father. And you put that thing on trial. You don't just put it in jail, put it on trial. Ask it the questions. Where'd you come from? Why do you threaten me and cause me to worry, to hide? You ask your counsel, what do you think? What's the case against this lie? Trust me, Jesus will tell you, because he's the purveyor of truth. It's all he knows is truth. So until that lie has been subject to truth and locked up because truth holds the key, then you're just gonna circle back around, cycle back around to another shame moment without any defense. Bring it out into the light, let's talk about it. That's what God would say. That's what your dad would say. You have one minute, left at threshold. Let's talk about this. Let's not be afraid of this. I had a fierce, kind of one of those conversations last night with my husband, you know? You know those places that you just kinda go, it would be, be too, I'd be too vulnerable and risky to share this thought or this emotion. Now a few podcasts back I shared with you how I, I shared a, a thought and a feeling I was having with my husband, but it was, it was based on a lie. <laughs> It was based on one of my fears, an old fear. Those are worthless conversations. Take it up with your counsel. <laughs> and you need to rule whether that thing is true and needs to come out into the light of discussion. Some things, in terms of drawing other people in, you just don't need to especially in terms of someone might take blame. That's what the enemy would love for us to do, is get other people blamed, involved, and lay shame on them, amen? So we gotta be careful. Listen, hold your race pace, hold lactic threshold. We're gonna go up. To an all-out push. So up to a 10 for maybe 20 seconds. Then you're gonna fall back into a five, six, four. Full recovery for 40 seconds. Ready? Set. Go. 20 seconds. Come on.
two, one. 40 seconds. In 40 seconds, you're gonna lock back in to race pace. Listen, expose that shame, put the shame to shame. Three, two, go. 20 seconds, come on, come on. Your bottom lip is bouncing. Three, two, one. Recover. You're gonna do one more. And after this last one, you're gonna have to lock into Race pace. So an all out, level 10 for 20 seconds, then slide in to an eight. Then talk to your body. Tell it, shh, 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 shalom. Shh, shh. Ready? Set? No, not yet. I'm giving you a little more. This is it. There's two minutes left. Two minutes left. Ready? Set. Go. 20 seconds. Come on. Pull. Use your back body. Five. Four. He's worth it. Lock in the race pace. Now, go. One minute, 30 seconds. Just be with him. Be with him. Talk to him about your fears, your shame, your guilt and where you hide. Walk his children to the light and try to discern what's pleasing. What would please you here, Father? What would be the biggest way to give you the greatest glory? 15, 13, 10, 8, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one. Pull back. 
cool down. Just finish it off. Walk as children of light and try to discern what is pleasing to your father. The light is another analogy for the glory, right? When the Israelites were in the wilderness, God said, my, my presence will go before you. You'll know where to go. By day, you'll follow this smoke. And isn't that true? If I see smoke in the sky right now, I'm wondering where's that coming from? What's burning down? All right, back in ancient times, it might be more like what sacrifice is being made over there? Especially in a wilderness. They were the living sacrifices. And at night, a pillar of fire, a light, a glory. Either way, a glory cloud by day or a glory fire by night. They both signify a sanctification process. Smoke and fire, right? Every sacrifice is a pleasing aroma to the nostrils of the Father. So how pleasing would it be for him, for you to step out of the dark and into the light and take those deeds of darkness, take them to court, put them under judge and jury, the Holy Spirit, your jury, the Father, your judge. You can't lose. Amen. So this reminds me of this light, how powerful it is. A few years back, I got a new dentist, really like her, but she said, you know, there's some inflammation in your gums. Not shocking, because I don't love to floss. <laughs> I do, but I don't do it like I should. And she said, you know, just started talking about gum disease and she had me a disease. She said, I'd really like to do this gum therapy on you. And so I said, okay, you know, extra hundred bucks or whatever. All right, let's, let's get my gums healthy. <laughs> so I didn't know what the process entailed. I thought maybe some irrigation, some poking, more scratching, scraping. I don't know. But she takes out this little tool. And it just has a light on it. A little, like, ballpoint pen tip with a light. And then slowly, one by one, she just went through my gum line and shined the light. No pain. Maybe I smelled a little something, but there was no pain. And I asked her, so what's the deal here? What's, what's going on? And she said, oh, well, this light is this high frequency, so high, that it goes into your gums. In any place 
Gum disease happens where there is no blood flow, where there's no healthy blood flow, kind of like clots. Old, dead, dark colored blood. And the light shines into this place, or this space of your gums. And it busts that area open. Kind of like, I guess like, dynamite just kind of explodes it and then the healthy gum the healthy blood flow absorbs all that dead dark diseased places and flushes it out your body and then new blood comes into the gums how crazy the power of light. It searched out the disease, it would find the dark place, expose it, and disintegrate it. And I'm convinced this is what the Father wants for us as children of light. Be honest, step forward. I see this all the time in our Facebook group. If you join our RevWell TV, again, if you do that at the website, you'll be invited into our challenge groups monthly. It's just awesome community happening back there. But yesterday, this one girl said, all right, I just gotta be real. I'm gonna be honest. Here's where I'm at. Could you please pray for me? How powerful. Amen. And so back to my conversation with my husband, I was a little afraid of my own feelings. And after I took my feelings to court, I waited a day <laughs> and I figured out what, what the Lord was asking me to go ahead and bring to the light with grace. No shame, no, not even expectation, just honesty. This is where, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm thinking. And I know that God has better because of this, but I, I can't heal what I don't reveal. Amen? You can't heal what you don't reveal. So no shame. We are to expose the deeds of darkness. Put them to open shame. Colossians 2.15 says, He disarmed, this is Jesus being He. He disarmed the rulers and the authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing, triumphing over them in him come on bring it to the light first take it to court that feeling that shame that thought that hopelessness take it to court Let the Father search it, 
put it on trial. And then if it involves another, move out in courage into the light with grace, joy, tempering your spirit, your, your flesh. Discern what is pleasing to the Lord in the conversation, in the thought. Walk as children of light. For it is shameful even to speak of the things they do in secret. Come on, men. Don't be afraid of whatever you're tempted in secret, whatever you're participating in secret, bring it out. You cannot heal what doesn't get revealed. Just like my gum disease, just like our heart disease, this is why we do tests. This is why God puts us through tests to figure out what's really going on inside of us. Bring it to light. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. Anything that is visible is light. Therefore it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Father, shine, heal us, reveal us, give us the courage by the power of your spirit, a work of your spirit, give us the courage to heal, to be made whole. No fear, we trust you, we trust you. In Jesus' name, amen.